0: Yeah,
1: go ahead. <laughs> Hello, this is Hello. Jeff and John, Hello. the other side of the pulpit, and I hit the button a little too soon. Nah, we were didn't. talking. <laughs> nah. and I said, "Are you ready?" He said, "Yeah." We started deciding what we were going to talk about, and I hit the button. So, yeah, boy. Uh, I'm Jeff. He's John. Hello, and, and we're from the other side of the pulpit. We uh, we love God. And we when we love to talk about God, and we get together, and we talk about God, and so we record these things for people to listen and if you i hope you enjoy it but the mo- most important thing is i hope it intrigues you to study your bible more um john's a preacher's kid i'm a preacher with kids and um, john's helped me out um many times um by uh, you know being a preacher's kid and telling me the view of a of, of preacher's kid with a preacher and uh Cause he's got a daddy and a preacher and a, you know, and and what all preachers go through and what all preachers' kids go through. And uh, it's really helped me out. And so I enjoy talking to him and uh, he's pouring coffee right now. He poured himself a cup, but I hadn't seen mine yet. He's, oh, he's slowly moving that way because he's an old man. Patience, grasshopper. <laughs> But anyway, as soon as he pours the coffee, and sits down, we're gonna have prayer and, and we're gonna get started on this. So- uh, Kick it off won't you, Tom? All right. Dear Lord, Father, thank you so much for this day. And thank you, Father, for your many blessings. Lord, we just thank you that you've given us your word that is alive and well today. And Father, that it teaches us daily how to live our life and, and that we need to uh, draw closer to you. Father, I ask you to bless anyone who listens to this. Father, that they'll decide, that they'll just have a desire to to worship you more and to get deeper in your Word. We ask it all in your Son's holy name. Amen.
0: Well, you kind of remember where we were at last week.
1: Um, yeah, and then I forgot. Um, <laughs> That's all right, I remember. <laughs> we we were talking about. Um, There's two immutable things in
0: Scripture. Yeah, I mean they're they're absolutely unequivocally, without a shadow of a doubt, immutable. Okay. Without faith. It is impossible to please God mm-hmm. and without the shedding of blood there 's no remission of sins absolutely right all right we don 't have so much problem with the second part as we do the first part, right, which is which I think this is my opinion that ninety eight percent you may disagree with it and that 's okay ninety eight percent of the people sitting in churches right now really truly do not believe I agree the word of God, I
1: agree, and the reason why I agree. Is because ninety eight percent, and we're just throwing out a percentage number, of folks, just so you'll know. Really, what we're saying is the majority of the people that very few people sitting in church today, and not just I'm not we're not talking about our church in general, but churches all over the world. The church. The yes. The. and every denomination. There People are doing this, they're, they're, they've never really received Jesus as their Savior, and they're we, living a life outside of church that is so contradiction to the Word of God, and they don't
0: think anything about it. Which goes back to what you just said about denominations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People believe their denominational bent over the Bible. Mm-hmm they they believe that yes. because they have followed some kind of procedure mm-hmm. or they go through some kind of course mm-hmm. or they follow a set rule of memorizing of whatever
1: or they've just been told by older people all their lives this is what the baptists believe this is what the methodists believe or, we can do this because we're Methodists, but if we the Baptists, don't believe this way, um, and so they they they've just gotten away from what does the Word of God say about it? Yeah,
0: and and um, I I was listening to this example. I was listening to a man on the way in this morning, and and I, basically what he says: if you don't know, if you've never been saved, oh. Uh, write us or call us and we'll send you a booklet that tells you how to be saved. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: Which... Sounds good on... It sounds good on the radio. Which is what most of the the, the, the the denominationally taught pastors have been taught to believe, to present. Yes, absolutely. Which goes back to without faith, it is impossible to please God. I don't care how many programs you follow. That's right. You can... and and
1: And here's the thing... And this is—it's really. Last week, I I was preaching, you know, and then a few weeks ago, I was talking about the apostate church. That's what the church age that we're in is—the apostate church, which the apostates really mean that these are the people who know there's a God. But don't put their faith in God. Right. They, they, they're church folks that quit going to church. There's church folks that sit there, but don't really believe the teachings of the, of, of God, of, right. of the Bible. They just go through the motions of being a good moral person. Right. One of the problems that we faced, and we faced it for a long time, is the fact that we have perverted grace. Yeah. To yes, we're covered mm-hmm. under grace, but people have gotten to where. We can just live however we want to because yes. grace God's grace covers us. They take it as a license. Yes if and they can do whatever they want. But to. God's grace was in Genesis chapter three, the fall of mankind. That was his grace. He see the wages of sin is death. And and immediately he could have killed them and and sent their soul to hell. But what did he do? He sacrificed God's sacrifice for them and gave them what? And and okay. that but but even with His grace, there was punishment. Even with His grace, there was consequences to His actions. Even with grace, there was a generation, a thing that they must do. They had to sacrifice. Even with grace, they had to follow God's... And you say, well, we're covered under grace and not law. You're absolutely right. But if you look in Psalms, it says that, that you will rejoice in the laws of God. And if, as a Christian, even in the New Testament, um, the truth be told, we should desire to serve God. And when we fall, we know His grace is sufficient. But the the true grace was when He received, when He didn't destroy us, and and, and that He allowed us to receive His, His the Holy Spirit and receive salvation. And then and then His grace forgives us when we fall, stumble and fall. But his grace is not going to is, is not going to
0: cover people who don't repent and don't receive Christ, which comes back to what you said a while ago. You brought it out perfectly about what happened in Genesis, mm-hmm. which covers what I just said. The two beautiful yes. things of Scripture. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Right. Right. What did he do when he when he clothed Adam and Eve? He sacrificed. Now he the first sac- blood sacrifice. That was the first blood sacrifice. Their sins were remitted. They were covered. Mm -hmm. They were taken away. Yes, Their sins. But the results of their sins, the consequences Mm -hmm. of that sin still Mm -hmm. had to go on. Yep. Then that's the first one. Well, what's the second one? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yes. How do you know Adam had faith? Because he sacrificed and he... It goes right back to Genesis, right back to Mm -hmm. what you were talking about. When he named Eve Eve, he named her Eve mm-hmm. because Eve means the mother of all living. Yes. Mm-hmm. Adam believed God. Adam believed that his his sin, his failure, his fault, his 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 fall had been covered by that sacrifice. Yep. Mm-hmm. He believed that. That was the faith part right here when he named her Eve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So therefore, right there in, 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 that, in that second chapter, what is the second, third, third chapter of Genesis are both examples of without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And without faith, it's impossible to please God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we fast forward now. Now what's that got to do with what we've been talking about here? Well, it, it, it all comes up to this, this uh, verse of scripture in Romans that I came across one day and I was sitting there reading this thing and it hit, this thing hit me like a ton of bricks. And it's it's Romans five twenty one, and who does it refer back to? It refers back to Abraham, who was Abram at the time. But it refers back to him, and what does it refer back to? Him is as, as a man of faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, where did he where did he illustrate that man of faith?
1: when he packed up and went to a land where he, where God would show him was the first thing. The second thing, uh, 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 you know, is that he was going to have a child. The third thing is when he, I mean, there's just steps and steps, but the big one, there's big you know, when he went after and to save Lot and, and he had faith that he you know, God was gonna take care of him. when he looked at Lot and said, You decide where you want to go.
0: Here, take what you want.
1: And I'll take whatever And you, I'll go the other way. Yes. And he did that because he knew God was gonna bless him. Faith. And then but, but of course everyone knows about the faith when he was going to, to sacrifice his son and all that. But he had he had he had established faith up to that point. That was a teachable moment Mm -hmm. for him Mm -hmm. as much as it wasn't. It was not to show God his faith, but to teach him his faith that his son Mm -hmm. and his great nation was not, greater than it, God.
0: It was an illustration. It was a manifestation yes, of the faith he had. But he
1: had faith, yes. and, and those What does that things. verse say? You got it
0: looked up right there?
1: Ro- what? Romans? Romans let me Give me give me a second and I'll return to it. I, I was looking up another verse of Scripture because we started talking about denominations. And, well, you,
0: We can go back to denominations. No, yeah, we're good. De- no, de- no. De- no de- we, don't, we don't de- want to... Demom- de- de- we don't want to... Yeah, to abominations in a minute. Yeah, denominations. Because I... Uh twenty-one. Yep. So that as sin reigned in death, Romans. He, oh, I'm sorry. Romans four twenty-one. Okay. I'm looking at five right here because it's on this. page. Yes,
1: five is right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and being fully convinced that what he has promised, he was also able to perform.
0: All right. What's What's it? What's the the fur in the first four words right there? And being fully convinced. Being fully convinced. Are Are we? As a people sitting in the church pews... Fully convinced. (laughs) Are we fully convinced that what God has promised, God is able to perform? Are we fully convinced? Did I mention to you what I was going
1: to preach this Sunday? No. Okay. Because I'm preaching Acts chapter 2.
0: We do this a lot, by the the way, y'all.
1: The Holy Spirit coming upon the disciples.
0: Yeah. I had no idea.
1: I had no idea. And this right here, see... And, and and the reason why it goes all together is because people have never been baptized by the Holy Spirit. They've been baptized by water. But John the Baptist says, I baptize you with water, but here comes one that was before me, that comes after me, that baptizes with the Spirit. And we're supposed to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. People think it's sufficient to have a church membership, but it's not. Church membership means absolutely nothing except for voting on what you're going to vote on in the church. And and what does that mean? Well, I'm not going to get into your sermon this morning. <laughs> but here's a, But you're exactly right. People are sitting there not fully in faith, not fully
0: convinced exactly. of the word of God exactly. and what He can do, exactly. what He says He can do. Even in the very basic, yes, the very basic tenets of the gospel. What does it say? It, Christ. Christ came to this earth. Mm-hmm. He was
1: born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. A sinless life,
0: according to the law. Mm-hmm. He lived a sinless yes, life. Yes,
1: according to the law. Yes, a-
0: a- according to God's law. According to the Spirit, he lived. He sin- lived a sinless life. Yes. In other words, that means he didn't even have any bad thoughts. That's right. And what happened? He died on the Roman cross, mm-hmm. outside of the temple, outside of the, the exercise of the law. Mm-hmm. He died by hands of the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. All right, he was buried, which meant what? He was dead. Mm-hmm. They didn't put live people in the tomb. You know, that's when they brought him down off the cross. Yep. Uh, there's so many things that's involved with that. He was dead. They took him off a Roman cross and put him in a tomb and sealed the tomb. Yep, and put guards in front of it. And put guards in front of it. And he rose again on the third day. Right. Let me ask you this yes. where was he between death
1: and resurrection?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, you could open up a you can bring such a theological discussion in on that because it it, it let me i'll say this it depends on who you listening to and what denominational bent you follow absolutely now does that have anything to do with what the Word of God actually says mm-hmm. no no it's just like people talking about the about the uh they confuse the second coming with rapture. And they say that, some of them say that the rapture is not going to happen, that the second coming is going to be the rapture. Yeah. And it, I mean, there's all of this stuff in here. Why? Because nobody sits down and studies the Word of God. If you go back and you study, mm-hmm. what it says in Genesis right there, in Genesis right there is the seed of everything, of everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of all of mankind, and their condition thereof, yeah. and how to get out of that condition. Mm -hmm. it's in genesis Mm -hmm. and then it's scattered throughout the whole bible yep it's a it's a running commentary on look this is what happened this is what this is what happened to fix it Mm -hmm. this is how you become involved in that Mm -hmm. and what does it come back to it comes back to those two things without faith it's impossible to please god that's right now how do you please what does it mean pleasing god pleasing god means believing him It's not positive thinking. People try to positive think themselves into salvation. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you can't think yourself into a new birth. That's right. This is a new birth. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. How do you please God? You become born again. Mm -hmm. You realize what he's done for you and what that being done for you is without the shedding of blood. There is no remission of sins. The perfect sacrifice. Man, Hebrews is one of the most awesome books to go through and read to understand what that sacrifice and that perfect blood of the Lamb did. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't written to us Gentiles, but it was written for us Gentiles to learn from. Yes, But when it says that Christ brought his own blood Mm -hmm. into the heavenly tabernacle into the heavenly temple Mm -hmm. and placed his own perfect blood on the altar that satisfied the sins of, of in god's wrath for all time yep for all of those who would what believe in it yep now when you start, when you get past that, then you start getting into denominationalism and all this other stuff that comes along mm-hmm. and about all these things that we're supposed to do. My my big question in my life and one of the things that's went on with me is this. Okay, if I am so... Oh, I can't think of a word right now. I was going to say perverted, but yes, I am that too. Oh. <laughs> uh, What's tulip, T-U-L-I-P, what, uh, the, the, uh, uh, um Totally depraved. That's, yes. That's, that's the first one. If I am so totally depraved and so separated from God in my own self, mm-hmm. my own humanity, then you come up to this point of what they call salvation or believing. Then how, if I'm so perverted in that and so totally depraved in that, how can corruption and total separation correct anything? So you get saved, right? "Quote unquote," I and mean, I'm using that in quote. You get saved, mm-hmm. and then after you get saved, then you're expected to clean your act up. Well, how can you if you're so corrupted? How can you claim corruption? Can't clean up corruption, right? But corruption can inherit corruption. But corruption can inherit corruption. Incorruptible
1: cannot inherit corruption. And how do you heaven? Do that? Heaven, and according to Paul in in Corinthians, you know our corruptible bodies can't go to, to, to heaven. So, because of the corruption. You're right. And I see what you're saying. Here's the here's the issue, John. You you misquoted the Bible when you say that you've got to clean up your act.
0: No, I, 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 misquo- I may have misquoted the Bible, no, but I did No, you misquoted, you quoted society. That's exactly that's what, what. That's what you exactly, didn't misquote the Bible, you
1: quoted society. The problem is we become a new creature we, are, we have new desires. And here's, it says that all sins are washed away. In other words, and this is what, this is where me and the Baptist disagree. Okay? And probably me and a lot of other denominations, but I know the Baptist and I disagree on this. A, a traditional Baptist gets mad at me when we talk when, about this. You are a child of the world and you're living your riotous life and you get married, and you're living a righteous life, and you get a divorce, and you're living your righteous life, and then you receive Jesus as your Savior, you're a new man. Everything, everything prior to that needs to be erased from the minds of people. In a Baptist church, that man cannot be a deacon or a pastor in most Baptist churches and I go but he was living according to himself and then he changed and you're going to
0: hold it against him? And what does that go back to? That goes back to not understanding what the word of God says Exactly. Why? Because you take Bits and pieces out, yes. and you, you try to make a theology out of it. You try to make a doctrinal yes. issue out of yes. it. You try to do that and 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 you know I baited you into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I know, I know. But, but here's uh, look. when I look, when I started
1: talking, I could see the expression on your face, like you took it line to of sinker, buddy. But here's the thing. This is where you're right. That there's so much that when you receive Jesus as your Savior. You're a new person. All right, all right. And then here's the other thing. All right, you ready for this? And so you you don't fully understand this because you don't have any kids, okay? You're right, I don't. So you're not going to fully understand this statement just like I'm not a preacher's kid and sometimes I don't fully understand your statements. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, yes,
0: that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Do you sense.
1: understand? Because you've told me some things absolutely. throughout our, our, our friendship that, that I've like said, okay, this is... I need to handle this situation in this type of manner, not this, not step by step, but this is this outline that John has laid out because I've got kids and they're preacher's kids, but I've never experienced that. So I have to just listen to what you have to say and, and just realize that either you're, you're way off base or you're exactly right. And in those situations, you've been exactly right and not just because Mason is a mini you in a lot of <laughs> aspects but here's here's the thing and just in his behavior he looks like me but he acts like John oh, and that's man. not a compliment for him at all okay <laughs> but, but but here's the thing so you don't understand this John but you won't but take my word for it my kids are my children mm-hmm. and they mess up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's just let's well, just. Why do they mess up? Because they're people.
0: Because they're people. Okay, exactly. So
1: they like, and, and I, I, it doesn't matter what the it doesn't matter what the mess up is. Okay, it's it's, it's irrelevant whether they stole a, a, a bus or if they've. Uh, been in prison, or if they stole uh, the Jolly Rancher, or from ju- yeah, or yeah. just told me a lie about yeah. why they were late. I yeah. don't care. It doesn't matter what the doesn't matter what the the thing that they did against that, that I'm uh, mad at him about it is irrelevant. What happens is with with a dad and a, and moms is they look at that child and they go, "Okay, you messed up," but. You've messed up, I still love you. I am mad as a dickens at you. You're about to be punished for the, the crime committed, whatever it is, whatever the sin is, you're about to be punished for it. You, there's consequences to your actions. Consequences to your actions. Mild thing, Mason got a speeding ticket. The consequences to his actions were it was that he uh, had to pay the fine And if there was any increase in insurance, he had to pay the difference in insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That was it because he had, it's on him. You do the right thing, you do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. He came in with a speeding ticket. He sat there and told me and gave me every reason in the world why he wasn't speeding and all that kind of stuff. And I just sat there and listened to him. Mm-hmm. I listened to him run his lips and just and just all that stuff was coming out. And I listened to every word of it. And I looked at him when he was done and I said, you know what the rule is, right? And he looked at me, I said, what's the rule? He goes, I got to pay the fine. I said, yep. Mm-hmm. I said, what else? He goes, I have to pay the difference in any the insurance if it goes up because of my ticket mm-hmm. I have to pay the difference I said okay I said it's all you I said and I'm not going to remind you again
0: it's done it's over
1: so you you pay the fine but if I, if you don't pay the fine they will suspend your license and you won't drive anything
0: mm-hmm. and, and I said so it's on you there were consequences to his infraction so probably
1: he had to wait a couple weeks two weeks later he he uh I got a notice on on my American Express card that there was a bill that had something had been paid. And as I'm looking at it, the phone rings, it goes, dad, when I get home this afternoon, I'm gonna pay you for the the ticket. I just paid with your credit card because that saved me from having to drive all the way up to Noonan. Yeah, yeah. And he said, so I'll pay you when I get home. And I said, cool. So got home. I'm sitting there. He's sitting there. I never said a word to him. He walks in. Hey, Dad, how you doing? I never, uh, hey, 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 makes Mason, good to see. He walks in his room. He comes back out. He goes, you owe me $5 because I didn't have change. And I said, what about interest? He goes, keep it. <laughs> and so I gave him his $5 back. But here's the thing. Nowhere in anything that he did, nowhere in anything that my kids have done, have, they, have I ever not loved them. Absolutely. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, there's been times I've had to discipline them. There's been times I've had to take their phone away from them. There's been times that I've made them mad and I've made them cry. But nowhere along that way have they ever not been my child. They, they
0: have never severed right. that, not only the biological Mm-hmm. relationship with you but also the the mental and spiritual relationship
1: with you right and that's what i'm about to say there are kids that have made such bad choices that they have severed the physical relationship from their parents mm-hmm. but i promise you with all my heart those parents still love that child mm-hmm. the way they love that child the day that child was born they're upset they're disappointed
0: they want to make that relationship right and deep down inside no matter how right. much they say no matter how bad that child rejects them or, or no, no matter how what kind of venom comes out of that child right. deep down inside of that parent there is still a love for that child
1: absolutely and i say that to say this <clears throat> the love of god is greater than that mm-hmm. but before you're a child of god before if you're not a child of god he still loves you because you're his creation mm-hmm. And he absolutely loves you, even though he's upset with you. Okay, when you receive Jesus as your Savior, you're his child. You're now part of his family, and that love will never be separated. And not only that, but you will never—you will no matter what you do—you will never—you
0: will never not be his child. Mm-hmm. And and it, and see, this is what it comes back to, right there, though. And it's it's something that. It, we still got about four minutes. Yeah. It's something that keeps recurring, and I have heard it recur from my youth mm-hmm. that you receive Jesus as your Savior. What does that mean? What does it mean? It goes right back to that verse. Mm-hmm. It goes right back to what Abraham did. You have to have faith. You have to have faith. And what is that faith put in? It's in that shedding of blood yep. for the remission of sin. And that comes down to, uh, to 2 Corinthians 5.21. Mm-hmm. You ready for yep. it? For he, God the Father, mm-hmm. made him Jesus the Son, the mm-hmm. Lamb of God, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Mm -hmm. That we might become the righteousness of God the Father in Jesus the Son. Mm -hmm. That's that father son relationship, that's that father child relationship that he restored to Adam back here in the garden with the shedding of the blood. It's when we understand what that blood has done for us mm-hmm. in removing the dead of sin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say we're going to stop sinning. Right. It doesn't say we're going to stop messing up. Why? Because we're still human by nature. Mm-hmm. That's And that's where a
1: lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of denominations get... Confused because when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive a new life and a new you and a new desire and a new everything, but you are not like the apostles that received the authority that God gave That's the right. apostles. Right. And, and, and you're not like Paul,
0: who God gave the same authority as an apostle.
1: Yes, you're not like that. And the reason why you're not like that is because if they were the creator, they were the ones that started the church and led the church. They were not the ones that are keeping the church up like we're doing. And right. if we had that authority, we would not only, you know. We'd abuse it. Yes. We'd abuse it. Well, the focus would be, first of all, focus would be taken off of God and put on us. Second of all, we're in a different church age. Mm-hmm. They were at the beginning
0: of it. Mm-hmm. And we're at the end of it. They were establishing foundations and and everything that to come forward and <coughs> We're like, we're finishing the building up. Yes. It's like a difference between a a a, a, a foundation installer mm-hmm. and a finishing carpenter. Yes, or or you know, some people call them punch guys.
1: Well, it's kind of it's almost like the difference between a framer and 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 a and a, a, a trim trim man. Yeah, the framer comes in there and frames up the walls, and you got the, the sheetrock man comes in there and puts sheetrocks on on there and. And then the, the the trim man comes in there and trims up everything, and makes it you know makes it look pretty, mm-hmm. and and that's where we are. They framed up the 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 foundation, and now here we are, you know. Later, here we are trying to trim it up and mm-hmm. get everything. And our job as Christians is keep is is to we we're not establishing anything. We're trying to build on the foundation. Build on the foundation that was
0: established yeah, what with is these guys. Foundation? Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's the foundation. And that's what Paul talks about. No other foundation can any other man lay. Absolutely. That which is laid, and that's Jesus Christ. Absolutely. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, we're done. Father thank, <laughs> Father, thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for, for the insight that you give us. I thank you for helping us to understand things and clear things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Father, just ask you to go with us through our week now and keep our hearts and our minds and our eyes focused on you. And I ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And send you cards and letters to the address at the bottom of the screen.